Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of Autumn Miles Ministries and the author of Appointed and I Am Rahab. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God, coupled with raw faith. Now, here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey guys, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. Welcome to part two of Baby Mama. We have got a lot to talk about in the show today. I just want to recap for you guys uh, from yesterday. You were made to carry something or someone for the Lord. You. God chose you to do it, not your neighbor, not your better looking friend. He chose you, you to do it. Um, We talked about people yesterday that are very uh, vision focused, they're visionaries. And then there's more people that are um, short term focused. And God has asked both personalities to carry something amazing for his name. Enjoy part two of Baby Mama. I love big. I'm very dream driven. I'm very goal driven. There's a handful of us out there. And then there's people that are more short vision. They see things um, uh, not in the long term, but in the short term. Okay. They are detail people. Um, And it's very interesting to me. uh, You know, dreamers love to carry things like the Christ child. Okay. They love to carry big ministry things that the Holy Spirit has conceived in them. They love the idea of the Holy Spirit conceiving a business for them to grow and to give birth to. They love it. It, 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 That is how we thrive. That is how that keeps us going. We love to think of what could be. But there are also people that have to make those uh, businesses happen. They have to make those ministries happen. They have to make those things roll um, uh, uh uh, organized and um, and systematically, and those are our more um, short-term people. I was talking to one today. She works with me. She, uh, she well, actually a couple days ago, she works with me. She's um, absolutely amazing. We couldn't be polar opposite. Okay, um, I am like, let's do it. Twenty thirty, the world is uh, God is going to give us the world uh, as a as a audience. And, you know, I know she's sweating when I say things like that because she's thinking, okay, now I have to figure out how to make that happen for you, you know? Um, and so she is very short, short term. Uh, uh, she's a short term thinker such as, um, what are, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? <laughs> what are you going to have for dinner tonight? Okay. We need to make that appointment. Okay. You need to meet with so-and-so this is coming up. Um, I think long-term she thinks short-term in both types of personalities, both personalities are meant to carry someone. There are dreamers that are meant to carry the long-term vision. And then there are short-term individuals that are, are, are created to, Make sure um, that vision comes to life, okay? Um, both are incredibly important. I was talking to her and she said, you know, for a while I thought something was wrong with me because I don't have these big dreams. I don't have these big visions. I don't have, um, you know, I don't want to start a minute. I don't want to do any of that big stuff. She said success to me would be 
being known as someone that is responsible, as someone that is reliable, as someone that is loyal. And, um, and it really ministered to me. It was, it was amazing to hear her perspective. Both types of individuals are made to carry something or someone. When we are given, when we know that the Holy Spirit of God has conceived something in us. Maybe for one of you short-term uh, thinking people, maybe you you see a visionary. You see someone in your life that needs your help. Listen, I want to organize this specific project for you to enable you to keep dreaming for the Lord to go after it. I want to take your vision and I want to make it uh, uh, break it down to bite-sized pieces so that your vision can come to life. I'm thinking of um, one individual uh, that I know that that works with one of my friends. That is exactly their response. How can we make your vision come to life? Don't sacrifice your vision. I want to make it happen. Um, when When we are asked of the Holy Spirit to do something for his name, to carry something for his name, there is going to be several different responses to that. In uh, verse 29, back to the text, Luke 1, 26, these are going to be the responses. When you realize that God has asked you to carry something, when I realize that God asked me to carry a ministry, I um, had every single one of these responses. Okay, it's very interesting how the Lord is so practical. We read these, the story. It's amazing. It's about the Christ child. And oh, my goodness, uh, such an incredible story. But in each one of these stories, God puts very practical things that we have to overcome as a Mary to whatever he has asked us to carry. Uh, verse 26, the realization that you have been chosen. I'm sorry, verse 29. And coming in, Gabriel said to her, greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that greeting? (laughs) Greetings, favored one. The Lord, maybe you need to hear that today. Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. I'm not Gabriel. I'm Autumn. But um, sometimes we need to know um, that the Lord is with is with us. His name is Emmanuel. God with us. Um, God is with you today. You are not alone. Um, God is with you. Someone needs to know that today. Maybe someone that just got divorced papers. Maybe some uh, mama that is raising preschool kids and you think, oh, my goodness. I watch Word Party one more time. (laughs) That's what my kids want to watch. The Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. She was confused. What? The Lord is with me? Mary at this time was probably 12, 13, 14, I don't know, uh, somewhere in that age range. Um, She really wasn't, you know anyone special to her, but God created her to be one of the most incredible women um, of all time. What? I'm perplexed. What? Greetings favored one. What? 
what are you what are you talking about? The Lord is with me. And who are you, Gabriel? How'd you get into my house? The realization that you have been chosen is the first thing that you are going to have to confront when God asks you to carry something. You, you, you are chosen. You are chosen. Not your neighbor, not your husband, um, of course, men that are listening, not your wife, not your kids, you, you are chosen. And this, a lot of times when God uh, stops us and he says, hey, listen, you are chosen, we, it puts us in a, a, a perplexed state. Me? I, I am, wait a minute, hold on. I'm the one that was chosen. I know when God uh, um, uh, told me I, he, he wanted me to start a ministry, my first response to him was, me? I don't know anyone. I don't have any connections. I don't have any money. What are you talking about, me? The realization that, yes, you, you, you are who Gabriel is talking to. You are who God is talking to. You, you have been chosen. Let that sink in just for a second. You. Not the girl with all the money down the street. Not the one with the fancy car down the street. Not the one with the Prada bag that you eyeball every time you pick up your kid from school. No, not the one with the awesome husband. You, you are chosen. So this is a hindrance at times because what we say when when God um, tells us, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you, we immediately um, in our minds Tell him why we shouldn't be chosen. No, no, I can't be. I've done uh, me. I don't have an education. No, I don't come from a long line of preachers. We immediately tell God, no, but we are chosen. That's the first thing, the first hurdle that Mary had to get past. I'm perplexed. She kept pondering what kind of salutation, what does this mean? What do you mean? Uh, Me? What do you mean? Yes, 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 you. Moving on. That's the first thing she had to internalize was that she, she was to house Jesus. The second one would be fear in verse, verse 30. The angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God. Now, if she said, if he, if Gabriel is saying, hey, don't be afraid, it means she was probably afraid. So here she's been chosen. She's confused. What? Uh, huh? And, and secondly, um, uh, Gabriel is saying, you know, don't, don't be afraid. For you have found favor. We all want to find favor. It's always a good thing uh, to get. You know, we, we, we want to be chosen. We want to find favor, but we have, uh, uh, we, we want um, the Lord to be with us. Um, we want to be told, do not be afraid when we are fearful. But when we are chosen, fear typically arises immediately. Okay, now I'm chosen. Wait, what does that mean? Wait, no, 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 don't fear. Don't fear. You've been chosen. You're highly favored. Those are the first two response when God is going to has asked you to carry something. Verse 34 um, says this. Mary said to the angel, how can this be? After Gabriel says, you're going to carry the son of God. Mary says, how can this be? Um, you're chosen. Don't be afraid. 
Now you have questions. Okay, I'm chosen. I'm not afraid now, but wait a minute. How? How am I going to carry this thing? It is impossible. That's exactly what I said. It is impossible, Lord. I don't have any clue how to make a women's conference ministry happen. How is that going to happen? And then what what happens is uh, so beautiful in the text. The angel answered her with direction, answered and said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for this reason, the Holy Child will be called the Son of God. How can this be? This is so far from who I am or what I ever saw for myself or what I ever dreamed for myself or whatever I ever thought was possible or why I ever thought I was born. How can this be? And uh, God steps in at that time through his servant Gabriel and gives Mary clear direction. You see, we think that when we're chosen, we think that when we're told, don't be afraid. We think that when we have questions that God somehow steps out and we're the ones that have to take over and do everything. And that is not how God works. If God wants is conceiving something in you via the Holy Spirit and he has asked you to carry it, it is not your job to make it happen. It is God's job to to give birth to it. It is uh, not your responsibility. Mary thought at that moment, you know, how am I going to do this? You know, I'm a virgin. I've never, ha- I've never known a man before. She was engaged. Of course, uh, you guys know the story. She was engaged to Joseph at this time. They had not um, had relations yet. How can this be? Well, the Holy Spirit's going to do it, Mary. And the Holy Spirit's going to do it in you. Calm down. Calm down. Verse 38, this is the fourth thing that we have to overcome when we realize that we are designed to carry something. 38, and this is my favorite. And behold, the bond slave of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word and the angel departed from her. Now, I want to talk about this idea of submission. Now, I totally understand that submission is a word that people hate these days. Um, You know, we talk about husbands submitting to their wives and no, 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 that's right. Wives submitting to their husbands. I said that wrong. Don't send me an email. That was, I didn't mean to say it like that. Wives submitting to their husband. You know, that's a show for another day. We're not going to talk about that. Let's talk about you submitting to what God asks you to carry. It's one thing. We can get to talk all day long about wives submitting to their husband, but it's a totally different thing, sort of, when we talk about ourselves submitting to the asks of God. Now, this is incredibly powerful because here's, here's, here's what I know about human nature. We all want to be chosen like Mary, verse 29. We all want to be in perplexed. What? God is with me. I'm highly favored. We all want our fear to be completely squashed by the presence of the Lord. We all want to be told, I've asked you to carry this, but don't fear. 
It's going to be okay. We all want the assurance that God is going to um, to work through us. We all want to be chosen. We all want to, the peace of God to work and push past our fear. We all want our questions to be answered. Every one of us, when God says, hey, you're going to carry this, we all want, okay, how can this be? And then we want the answer to that. This is exactly what's going to happen. This is direction. We all want direction. Chosen, peace, direction. But where most people stop is submission. Where most people just cannot get it together is submission. Mary says very clearly, behold, the bond slave of the Lord, may it be done according to your word. Let me just ask you, let me challenge you a little bit. Is that your heart? Behold, Lord, the bond slave of the, of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. Is that your heart? Because, because unfortunately, in today's day and age, that is not a lot of people's hearts. And I just want to challenge you. I want to talk straight to you and tell you, yes, you want to be chosen. Yes. You want the peace of God to combat your fear. Yes. You want direction. You want you, you want your questions to be answered, but do you stop at submitting to exactly what he asked you to do? Because you have to submit in order to give birth to the Christ child and watch him 33 years later save the world from sin. There has to be a submission, a death to self, a death to what you want in order to see the goodness, the miraculous of the Lord. Mary submitted, therefore she was able to walk, to mentor, to raise, to feed, to nurse the very child of God. And if she didn't submit, she would have never seen that. So I'm asking you today, have you done that? Has, do you know, and I am confident, I feel, I feel the spirit of God on this message. Do you know right now that God has conceived something in you? A desire, a passion, whatever, but you will not submit because what if? What if Mary wouldn't have submitted? Because of the what ifs. She could have been killed. Killed. She would have been shunned at the very least from her community because she was pregnant before she was married to Joseph. She would have been an outcast forever. We don't understand. We read the Christmas story and sometimes we read it so many times and it's so, it, it can become numb to us. But do you understand what she was actually submitting to? She was submitting everything about her security and placing it in the Lord's hand. I was talking to you the other day and, uh, someone said, you know, Autumn, you're really, you're, you're I'm just, you're just really yourself. <laughs> I, I'm, and I, I wasn't really said in the positive way. Cause so I was like, thank you. I don't know. Are you, you, no, 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 no. You know, it's, it's inspiring to see someone blah, 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 blah. And they went on. 
But you know what? It's incredibly hard to put yourself out there every single day. You got the haters. We hear from the haters. God bless you, haters. God bless you. We hear from them. But I also hear from the thousands of people that say, man, that was the word and season for me. And I would rather crucify and allow myself to be crucified by the haters and be able to minister to the ones that are receiving things from our ministry and being filled with life and being filled with the hope of God's word and being filled with the, with the, um, the, the gospel of, I would, I would rather put my securities up for criticism and minister for his name, then not put them out there and never see the fruit, never give birth to what God wants to do through me and through this ministry. I will sacrifice myself every single day if it means that almighty God will use what we are doing and will work through his word to achieve his purposes. I will be a vessel no matter if I got haters or not. But a lot of times, it doesn't stop there, you guys. It doesn't stop there. We have got to get to a place when God asks us, listen, you're chosen. I know you're going to fear, but calm down. I'm going to give you my peace. I'm going to give you direction. We have got to submit to the task in order to see the fruit of our womb. Don't stop because you're stubborn. Don't rob yourself because you're too hard-headed and your faith is too small. Do what he's asking you to do. Simply do it. Simply do it. Change your attitude if he's been asking you. Some of you guys have been asking, write a book for years and start a blog for years and do whatever for years and start that that men's ministry or you know some of some some of God has been asking some of you guys for years to just simply change the fact that you gossip all the time some of and you just don't do it well without without submitting you're not going to see the fruit of what God wants to do through you. We want the favor. We want to be chosen. We want the peace. We want the direction, but we'll stop at submission. I'm asking you today, I'm challenging you today to push past that block of stubbornness in you and, 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 and even quote this verse to the Lord, behold, the bond slave of the Lord may it be done to me according to your word. Push past it. You're not the only person. Mary is not the only person that God asked to carry something. You are not the only person that God is going to ask to carry something or did ask. Another person, you'll know him very, very well. John 19, verse 17. They took Jesus. So they handed him over to be crucified, Pilate. Handed him over to be crucified. They took Jesus, therefore, and he went out bearing 
his own cross to the place called the place of the skull, which is now in Hebrew called Golgotha. There they crucified him. And with him and two other men, one on either side and Jesus in between. And Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It is written, King Jesus, the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. Jesus, if you look at the word submission, it's, it's called a hupatasso, where, um, you know, if, if you read the Gospels, you'll find that hupatasso means to willingly place yourself under Jesus willingly placed himself under and submitted to God and carried the cross for you and for me. Sacrificing himself. He had plenty of haters. Silencing the haters. Focused on what God told him to carry, told him to do. He bore his own cross and submitted. I want to ask you today, what is it that you are not submitting to? What is it? What is it? Because because Jesus submitted, he's now seated with God in heaven, and he is the very reason that we have life and hope. Fruit came from his submission. What? Is it that God is asking you to carry? I'm going to ask you today to do it. Ah, hope this encouraged you today. I'll be back with you right here on The Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn Miles' book, Appointed. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on The Word 100.7 FM.